0: again this is Lindy Kaiser senior editor of clearancejobs.com very excited to be chatting with Maria Whitney senior recruiter at smartronics she's going to be speaking on a topic that she is an expert on and one that you should be an expert on too if you're a recruiter who uses clearance jobs to find and source candidates broadcast messages if you're a recruiter using clearancejobs.com You should know what a broadcast message is. If you don't, visit support.clearancejobs.com to get the basics or contact your account rep. In today's recruiting market, broadcast messages are a vital way for you to build and maintain your talent pipeline. That's something, Maria, that you know very well as one of the most active and successful recruiters at building a pipeline and using messages to reach out to candidates. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your expertise with us.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm always glad to chat with you.
0: So just to start, what kind of information do you include in a broadcast message?
1: I use them for many different things. I've used them for general referral program knowledge. So if we wanted to share information in regards to Smartronics external referral program, I would send it out. I've used them for targeted hiring projects. So if we want a large contract award in a hub area or if we're working on a proposal in a specific area. I've also used them for open house events. So if we're breaking into a new market and I want some candidates to get to know about Smartronics, I've used them for when we've hosted mixers for specific areas as well. I've used them for tech talks. That's where we invite people in to come and check out some of the technical stuff that our company's doing. And then the standard thing, of course, which is the standard high visibility roles that we send out to.
0: I love that you gave all of those different examples because I think a lot of folks just think I'm using broadcast messages only to share my hot jobs or a job that I really need to hire for. But you kind of are saying there's a whole breadth of information, that you can share and you can use broadcast messages
1: to do that. Absolutely.
0: And so how often do you generally send broadcast messages out to your network?
1: That really depends on... Our needs, but I would say on a consistent basis, once a quarter, two to three times a year, depending upon the needs. I don't like to leave large gaps, but I also don't want to overspam. So I try and keep it relevant, concise, and brief information too. So if I didn't have anything going on for Smartronics, let's say end of quarter, fourth year, what I ended up sending out was, hey, check out Smartronics website. We've got some new programs or new contracts coming in the first quarter of next year. So basically like a preference to any job. But I would say no more than once a quarter.
0: Do you segment the audience that you send messages to? How do you decide who gets a specific message?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, so out of everything that we're going to chat about today, targeting the proper audience is probably the most vital. I try and keep it relevant to the proper audience because that's going to yield the best results for us. So I narrow it down by a couple things. First, being demographic what type of person am I targeting? What type of clearance do they have? Then I also start to think about region where is this position? Where is this? project? Where is this event happening? And then I try to keep it even more consistent with clearance. What clearance level am I looking for? So I think targeting the audience is probably the most vital thing we can do.
0: A lot of the messages that I see come in, a recruiter will say secret clearance required or TS clearance required. And again, because you have some character limitations on a broadcast message, I always wonder Would they be better off targeting that message to that audience so they know that only a TS clearance holder is going to get that message versus kind of wasting character space? Is it important to keep that top of mind so you get the right people applying?
1: I would say the best type of message is to keep it concise, brief, but informative. So if you don't have to have that TS clearance on there, it'd be better for the candidate and for the person sending the message to target that person as a part of their audience instead. The best response, I think, is going to depend on the message, but also any response is a good response. Knowing that it was received by the candidate is helpful. Knowing that it was read and replied to is even a win for us. I would attribute broadcast messages not to just filling a slot, but to helping with company name, with company branding, but even with a recruiter's personal brand.
0: I love that example because I think for the trust that's needed right now in hiring, building your personal brand as a recruiter is pretty important. How do broadcast messages tie into that? Why are they so important for your personal recruiting brand?
1: For me, I consider myself a cloud recruiter, and so I want to make sure that I'm keeping my name relevant to those types of persons I love to be able to help everybody, but the placements that I make, the work that I do is super hyper-focused, cleared cloud and cleared work that I do. So developing myself as that resource to candidates is going to be vital. You're going to begin to get that name in the industry, get that name in the market and get that name in the field. So I think keeping your message consistent and on target to what you are able to support and help those types of candidates do is going to be important too.
0: Do you use links in your broadcast messages?
1: Yes. So I typically link the job or the event if it's something that I'm hosting. I also provide the point of contact. So the recruiter's information in there, usually their email address, and then the company name. I keep it limited. I don't like to provide 20 links in there. I know it's limited information, but I try and keep everything relevant. As concise and brief as possible. What type of messages that you send generally get the best response? The best response has actually been open invitations to mixers and our events. I think it's less threatening. I think that it's opening and inviting for candidates. And on top of that, you're not excluding anyone or everyone. So when we send out a broadcast message for an open house mixer, we're looking to get our name in the market. We're looking to get Smartronics branding out, my recruiting branding out, without limitations for candidates. So all level clearances, all types of positions basically give ourselves a familiarity with that location.
0: The response that you get from those messages, is that people actually responding to your message, or are you saying in terms of response, is that people that click the link that are registering for the event or, or maybe it's all of the above, but what kind of a response are those open house or mixers getting that's that's kind
1: of above the normal? real responses, people asking, oh, can I come? Can I bring a friend? I don't think that we've actually made a specific hire from these events, but I honestly don't think that that's the target with everything that we send out through broadcast message, right? It's not necessarily we're looking to get a hire. It's bigger than that. It's different kind of communication to candidates that we're able to get. But the best response has been, I'd love to attend. And it's actually just a reply back to whatever recruiter we've listed as the point of contact in that specific message
0: and that's a great example because i think the issue that recruiters might have sometimes is that they are using broadcast messages very transactionally saying i have an immediate hiring need and i'm sending this out and maybe sending out a broadcast message and then not necessarily getting a response i think that's the difference between maybe just general messaging like individually messaging candidates and when you're sending a broadcast message obviously you're hitting a lot of people so what you're saying is you're kind of wasting Your effort, if you're trying to source for one specific job with that, when really this is an opportunity to kind of further your brand, whether it's your individual recruiter brand, your company brand, all of that through kind of a broader broadcast message.
1: Absolutely. I think that the broadcast message, the objective is probably to reach the person. What you want back from the person is not an automatic, oh, here's my resume, let me reply from the job, right? We're building relationships, we're building rapport, building that bridge and connection. So I think that if we're limiting, this is what I want, X, Y, Z, if you don't need it, here hit delete, but we're opening up the door for a little bit more. Hey, here's an invite to come check us out. And I think that you're slowly building that rapport, getting your name out there with candidates.
0: And again, that really speaks to the market we have right now, where really transactional recruiting messages are just not necessarily doing well. This market that we have is really a candidates market. Candidates have a lot of different opportunities. You have to have a lot of touch points to make a hire. Basically, we're talking about that. So how can a broadcast message be one of those touch points that maybe leads that person, not necessarily with that message, but two messages down the road to taking that step to apply for a position that you have or for you to see them maybe make a change on their resume or do something that then you can reach out specifically about a, about an opportunity.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. You want to develop the relationship, the rapport, not just, hey, here's my job. I hope you apply. I think it's it's something more than that.
0: How do broadcast messages, how are they a part of kind of a relationship building strategy and not just a individual hiring needs strategy?
1: Uh, well, for me personally, so we have different recruiters in the company, but I use it a little bit differently. Um, I like to make sure that I'm not doing it so specific that people are opting themselves out, but it helps, but I'd rather do an inclusive message. When I send the broadcast messages out, I'd like to convey information that might give them more interest in the company long-term. So the external referral program is one of them that I like to send because it's not like, hey, you fit this mold or you don't go ahead and delete the email. It's more, here's some information. Here's details about the company. Get to know me a little bit more. We can help you earn money. By people you know. Or you know, when a candidate is in the market, chances are that they know somebody else in the market as well. When they're looking at these opportunities and this company name come by their email, it's great to be able to associate that, oh, I know a company who's hiring. So it's kind of just laying that groundwork, that footprint of branding, not only for the company, but for the recruiter as well. And to just tap into the candidate as someone, as a resource, but then also build that long-term relationship and rapport.
0: That's really, really the heart of it. Like, Broadcast messages are a great way to build relationship and to build rapport. And if you you know have a question, if you're doing it right, look to us at Clearance Jobs. We'd be happy to help the customers that we have on the site to be using their broadcast messages. The first step is to be using broadcast messages. We obviously have some people who have that tool in their arsenal and aren't using it. Definitely use your broadcast messages. And then to the extent that you're using them, whether it's a broadcast message or posting in a group that you're in, just always knowing that That message, especially now, is reaching hundreds or thousands of candidates, and you want to think about how those hundreds or thousands of candidates are going to be impacted by that message. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Security Clearance Podcast. Please visit news.clearancejobs.com for more security clearance news, insights, and information. Have a great day.